Hello everyone, Rob Wolf from Loan Factory, and you're listening to The Lone Wolf Podcast. That's loan spelled L-O-A-N. The show that talks about mortgages, and we'll throw some real estate talk into the mix. You can reach me by email at rob.wolf at loanfactory.com, or call me on my cell, 727-366-5722. I'm not a bank, so I'm available after 5 o'clock and on the weekends. If you get my voicemail, please leave a message and I'll return as soon as possible. I'm in the ABC business. Always be communicating. I'm a licensed loan officer in the sunshine state of Florida where I live, Pennsylvania where I grew up, and the Rocky Mountain state of Colorado where I vacation every year. Loan Factory is licensed in 47 states, so let me know if you're looking in some other state and I can find you a loan officer. This podcast is just me, but I will have guests on future podcasts. Could be real estate agents, title companies, insurance people, or any other person that might play a part in the mortgage process. If you're listening to this podcast and you would like to become a guest, feel free to contact me and we'll work something out. I keep these podcasts under 30 minutes and I'll post them every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Now, if you miss a podcast, you can find me at www.thelonewolfpodcast.com and search for previous recordings. Just remember, spell loan. L-O-A-N, like borrow money, and make sure you use Google Chrome in your search engine. So today we're going to go off script a little bit and talk about solar, because that's really not involved with uh, the mortgage loan process, with the exception of you do not want it (laughs) in your mortgage loan. So if there is a house you're looking to buy, you want to make sure that the seller takes care of that loan, if there is a loan on the solar And they can do that at the closing table or they can do that ahead of time. So such as myself, I have solar and it is being financed. So I would need to take care of that at closing or beforehand uh, so that the borrowers do not have to worry about that burden. So I'm going to talk a few things about solar, uh, then get into the meat and potatoes of my experience. And full disclosure... um, I had a horrific experience with Titan. I'm still going through it now. So obviously I cannot recommend them. I'll tell you about my experience I had with them. Um, But hopefully I'm able to educate you if you're in the market for solar and things to look out for. So let's talk about before we even look around, is it worth it? You know, are there break-even points and is it really good to get it for your house. So let's talk about break-even points because these are a a little misleading. Now, if you pay cash for the solar, then yes, you can get a break-even point figured out. Meaning if you pay $40,000 for your solar and your electric bills were $225, well, then that's a 15-year payback period. But then you have to consider if utilities increase at the rate they do, then that payoff period is quicker. Okay. Now, in my case, I financed the solar. I did not put one penny down. So theoretically, if I save $1 a month, then it's already paid for itself. Now, I say that theoretically because I'm waiting to make sure that my salesperson sized my solar panels correctly. And B, I have to make sure the solar panels are working 
the whole entire time. And at this time of this recording, they are not. Hence my frustration. And I'll go into that later on in the in the podcast. Okay, so the break-even point, that's that's up to you to figure out, but hopefully you understand that whether you pay up front or you finance, that that could play a part in your decision. Now, the other question is, do they add value to your house? You know, are you going to be able to bake this into the cost if you sell your home? Now, I saw an ad from Current Home in June of 2023, so only a few months ago, and they claim a house in Florida adds ten to $40,000 if they get solar, depending on what part of the state. Market Watch, July 20th, so that was just last month, you can put your zip code in the mix and enter your utility bills, your average utility bills, and it'll tell you. Now, they claim if you average 225 that's $48,000 you're going to add value to your home. And if you pay $400 a month, you could add $86,000 to the value of your home. Personally, I think those are a little high, but I think the point being is, yes, they do add value. It's just a matter of how much. I'm, I'm seeing 4% seems to be about the, the number I see going around there. So, okay, now let's get into you're pretty committed. You do want to get solar. So the solar salesperson is going to come to your house. They're going to look at your monthly bills and they're going to quote size it, size the solar to fit your needs. Now you could talk to them and say, uh, we're going to start a family. We're going to be using more electricity, but you get my point that they're going to give you a, a package size and they're going to, you know, look and see where they can put it on the roof and what have you and give you a schematic. Now, one of the things they're going to sell you on is the tax rebate refund credit you get from the federal government. And when I signed up, it was 28%. So follow me through with the numbers here. If your system costs $40,000, 28% of that is $11,200. So now the quote purchase price is $28,800. Okay, that's what they're going to finance you off of in the beginning, that $28,800. So it may be $150 a month. What they tell you is when you get this $11,200 back from the government, you need to give that to the finance company to keep your finance uh, charges at that one fifty. dollars if not, if you don't give them the 11200 then after a certain period of time, in my case, it was 18 months, then the finance is going to be based off of the 40000 and it's going to add $50, $60, $70 to your monthly fee. Okay, I've yet to hear of someone that collected that whole $11,200 back from the government. Okay, my total tax refund one year was, I think, $4,500. This year was 500 that's my total refund. That's not even counting, you know, for the for the solar. So my point being is I would, if you're going to finance, I would count on that full price of the solar that you're going to end up financing. So bake that into your decision process, not the lower amount. Second one is ask the salesperson, who do the installers work for? Do they work for the company or are they subcontractors? 
because if your subcontractors or they if they have subcontractors, then that might be a problem. It was a problem with me because the subcontractors never communicated with the sales guy and I could never get straight answers. There was a lot of finger pointing going on, a lot of time delayed. So, you know, keep that in mind. One of the things I found out across my experience with Titan is they always wanted to blame the city, the zoning, or the energy company, Duke in this matter, why there's delays. And I actually caught them in a, in a lie because they had to change the plans, and I'll get into that. And the plans were still at the engineer's desk and not sent to the city. So, again, just be careful what you hear. Don't always believe that a delay is because of the energy company or the zoning uh, company. Uh, thirdly, be there for the installation. Fortunately, I'm, as you know, a loan officer, so I'm remote, with the exception of going to open houses or going to closings. So my office is the northwest part of my home. And when the guys came for the install, I heard footsteps above me on the roof. I went outside. I spoke to the foreman and said, excuse me, what are you doing getting ready to drill holes on the north side of the house? He said, I'm looking at the blueprints. I said, my blueprints are in the backyard. You know, the backyard, the back roof there faces southwest, which is ideal for solar. Why would you even put solar panels on the north part of a house? I said, don't answer that. <laughs> I told him, I said, look, call Ryan. And he said, oh, we don't talk to him. So again, here's that communication that's that's missing. So what happened was, obviously, the, the install did not work because that was one of my sell features or my demand. I told the salesperson, I do not want solar panels facing the front of the house. They need to be in the back, which is ideal anyway, because my back has... My back of the house faces southwest. And he agreed. But obviously, something got lost in translation. But what happened was, because there's a change of plans, now they had to resubmit the plans to the city. So now I'm delayed a couple weeks. Okay, so let's fast forward. The guys finally coordinate. Okay, let's get our subcontractors out. So now it's a month later. They come out here. They say, okay, great. We'll send the zoning people out. So then the city comes out to do the inspection. Again, that could be a week or two. Well, it failed inspection. They did not have a grounding wire installed. Now, I'm not a contractor. I've done some handiwork over the years. But when you don't have a grounding wire and there's electricity involved, that to me is a no-brainer. So now we had to get the contractors back out here. They had to do the grounding wire. So again, another delay. So you can add these up and I'm getting frustrated because now I see my solar is not going to be installed at the early part of the year. It's going to be installed and up and running in the summer months. The reason I bring this up is try your best to get solar installed at the beginning of the year. How it works here in Florida is net metering. So your solar panels will generate so many kilowatts per day. In the winter months, you're not using all those kilowatts. So they're sent back to the energy company, Duke in this case, and you're given credits. You're, you're holding these kilowatts. These are in your, quote, bank. 
So when July, August, September come, you're going to be using these credits because your solar panels will not be able to generate enough kilowatts than what you're requiring because obviously such as the time of this podcast it's about 95 degrees and the heat index is 110 so i'll be drawing from my credits and the hope is that my salesperson sized it correctly that by the end of the year i don't owe any money i had enough credits in the bank that I may even have credits carry over to next year. Okay, so hopefully I explained that well enough with the net metering, which becomes a topic of politics, but that's another story for another day. So try to get it installed in the beginning of the year. Now, here's the big one, the what if. What if your solar breaks, such as mine did last week? Believe it or not, I'm giving an app on my iPhone from Titan and I can tap it and it shows me what my kilowatts are being generated on a daily, monthly, you know, weekly basis. And I'll look at it every three, four, five days just out of curiosity. Well, I looked at it on August 3rd and I was not getting solar the past or the previous four days, literally nothing. I was amazed that I was not getting an alarm or they were not getting an alarm that Rob's house is not generating any electricity or kilowatts. So I called them on Friday. They did not get back to me. I called today and they said they will get a technician out August 24th. I told them, are you kidding me? This is August. This is the time I'm in desperate need of kilowatts because I'm going to empty out my credits. That's all they could do. They said, we'll have a technician out on that day. That means technician, not repairman. So I know where this is going. The technician is going to come out and say, yep, you don't have any solar or uh, kilowatts being generated. Let me call our contractors, our subcontractors, and we'll get out and fix it. And I can almost guarantee you it's going to gen, it's going to, uh, push into September. So unfortunately, this is the problem we have with solar companies. We have no recourse except for me to do this podcast and for other social media. Now, obviously, I'm a loan officer. I know hundreds of real estate agents. And believe you me, unless Titan does well and they, you know, reimburse me, but I don't think they will. My only recourse is this podcast and to tell my real estate friends to not recommend Titan. Okay, so um, the other thing is if you don't pay, if you want to get back at the solar company, you know, you're going to still have to pay the finance charge. Okay, they have nothing to do with it, the finance people. And besides, if you don't, they have a lien on your house. So don't go down that road. The only recommendation I can make, and, and you know, if you can do this, good luck. Maybe put in the contract, solar panel must be installed in the house by a certain date. Or you can void the contract. And or if the solar panel or the panels are, they break and they're not generating electricity, then they owe you $20, $30 a day 
until it's fixed. I actually bought the warranty, the extended warranty, and here we are a little more than a year into it and and they're broken. So, you know, keep an eye on that. But overall, in my heart of hearts, I do think the solar is beneficial. It's better than relying on the utility companies to keep their rates low. And for, I think, all across the country, for that matter, the last... 12 to 24 months with inflation, you know, climbing, it's gotten out of hand. My dilemma is with the company that installed it. So do your homework, check Google reviews. Uh, That'll tell you a lot. Make sure the inverters and the panels are top quality. And, you know, ask around your neighbors and and check with what their luck is uh, with solar. But again, like I said, I think that in the long run, this will pay for itself. There is something to say that you have a flat fee for your utilities, assuming the panels are sized right, rather than the, the roller coaster ride of you know, electric bills. And on top of that, the uncertainty of what your utility company will do uh, to your rates. Okay, so that kind of wraps up our podcast. I hope you learned something. And um, I didn't get too aggressive uh, with my podcast towards Titan. But again, uh, I can't recommend Titan, but that, that's up to you where you want to go and, and search for uh, solar companies. So again, you can reach me at rob.wolf at loanfactory.com or give me a call. Like I said, I, my cell phone is my only phone, 727-366-5722. Or you can reach me on my podcast at www.thelonewolfpodcast.com. All right, folks, we got it under the 30-minute mark, and I want to thank you for listening. Have a great night, great day, great weekend, or whatever it is for you. All right, talk to you later.